We're on. Welcome everybody to episode three or instalment three of uh, this humble little Zoom cast uh, that we've been doing throughout COVID. I'm Matt Grimmer and uh, geez, we've gone to the absolute top today. We had some really good guests, episode one and two. Brendan Allen uh, absolutely dominated and Brad Cooper uh, was, was 60 minutes style in the way that he gave some intel and information. But uh, episode three, we've gone to the very top. We've got Mandy Stanley from, uh, from Team Kim Anoa, the business manager of that particular team. Welcome, Mandy. Thanks, Maddie. So good to be uh, invited on for episode three. Um, Brad and, and Brendan, I'm a bit nervous to follow them. But uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the show, as you know. <laughs> big shoes to fill. I think you're my only uh, fan or supporter of this, uh, this little show. But no, it can't be true. On. No. <laughs> appreciate you jumping on. Now, uh, we had some technical difficulties to get this... Uh, Zoom cast up, but you've got a phone in <laughs> a tissue box at the moment, I reckon, and things are going well. I have cut the top out of the tissue box and you were sitting on that because the iPhone seemed to be the only thing that was going to work for us. And, you know, the lighting's got to be just right. So yeah, Absolutely. <laughs> <As> <laughs> Thanks Brendan, for putting up with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as Brendan pointed out in uh, episode one, I've got the, uh, the glow on the, on the face to try and help me out here. So You're we'll doing well. And that beard, can I just say, 10 out of 10. Thank you. Yeah, I've, uh, I've grown it myself. Uh, <laughs> maintenance is a thing at the moment. You've got to buy your oils and your trimmers and your, um, it was a lot easier when you just shave every morning. But um, I don't uh, know how you do it. Looking, looking glamorous in COVID. Well done. Yeah, good. <laughs> all right. Uh, we're going to, um, all right, your story is an interesting one, Andy. Uh, there's a, a lot of people that obviously um, know who you are and what you do inside the, the four walls of Marshall White, you're the business manager of, um, of arguably the busiest team in the company and one of the busiest team in the country. So, um, you know, you've absolutely got your hands full. But um, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of agents, I reckon, around Marshall White and Surrounds would be interested to hear your backstory as to how you ended up getting into the role that you do today and um, some of the things you do day to day. You work with some of the absolute elite uh, in Marcus Kimonello, Nicole French, uh, Nicholas Brooks, who's an absolute superstar in his own right. And um, uh, no doubt you have a bit of fun on the way. Oh, absolutely. Um, actually, we do get people knocking on our door, poking their heads in, saying, how is there so much laughing going in uh, on in here? And how much work are you guys actually getting done? Um, but yeah, so I'm very uh, fortunate to be working with, obviously, I'm biased. Um, yeah, some of the best at the moment. And um, yeah, it, it hasn't been a short real estate journey. I've actually been in real estate now. Don't want to give away my age too much, but uh, <laughs> 16, 16 years now. Um, so obviously I started very young. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of people don't know I'm actually um, the daughter of a real estate agent. So my experience with real estate obviously started very young. I don't know if you, um, being a young man, Matt would remember the Nokia 5110. Um, yeah, my, snake. that was snake and snake too. Absolutely. It is. Okay. It used to be. Yeah. So my father obviously had that, uh, pretty glued to his ear for a lot of yeah, my younger days. So I grew up listening to prospecting calls. Um, some of which I think were coached by James Tostevin, um, oh, back then. So interesting circle. Um, obviously I knew nothing as a younger, younger person of, of who any of these sort of uh, real estate types were, but are now working with some of them, which is great. Is that um, so I, 
He is now, yeah. He got out for a little while. Um, so he had his own um, franchise uh, agent. He was officer in effective control. So I kind of got uh, a sort of insight into, you know, what being, uh, what what the boss is sort of, you know, pressures are under and things like yeah. that. And then also being at home, uh, the daughter of a real estate agent as well. So um, yeah, I sort of got a glimpse of, of many sort of sides. And then when I was, you know, um, 16 or 17, I uh, was helping out being the Saturday receptionist. So then uh, while I was finishing school and then carried on while I was at uni a little bit as well. So I, I kind of sort of stayed in it a little bit there. Um, definitely did you ever, didn't. Did you ever, Mandy, have aspirations to become an agent yourself? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And I actually said, once the you know Saturday reception sort of gig um, you know was at an as at an end and I had my degree I was going off and you know being a marketing executive or however I imagined it yeah. back then um, definitely definitely getting out of real estate um, but at, when that happened and I finished my degree it was the GFC so all of yeah. the marketing roles for graduates had you know had 200 300 applicants on them so it was pretty pretty tough going to you know launch pad at that time. Um, so yeah, made the decision to stay on with, uh, with dad and he obviously needed, um, at the time he needed a receptionist full time. He was, you know, um, the previous receptionist was going on maternity leave and he didn't have anyone to fill the steps. So I said, you know, I'll, I'll help the old man out just, just for a little bit. Um, that little bit ended up being about five or six years, I think. Um, yeah, so it was a bit of a stint. What's, um, you, you gave me, uh, we had a nice chat a couple of weeks ago and I was actually sort of quizzing you uh, or, or uh, prepping you that I might, uh, I might have to have you on one of these little Zoom casts. Um, were you in Bali at the time that you got given an opportunity to work in, in Team Kimonella? How, how did that actually all come about? So that's, a, that's a bloody yeah. good story, that. It was it was a bit it was a bit random actually the way I sort of found myself into uh, Marshall White and and working with Marcus and Nicole yeah. I um after after sort of uh, leaving the family business I guess I um, worked for a developer who did uh, luxury uh, stock in um, yeah in Turak South Yarra um, and Marcus and Nicole were the agents that would handle that. And those properties for the developer. I was working with the developer, making sure that they were prepared and, and everything was ready for them. So I'd spoken to Marcus and Nicole, you know, a few times across the different properties. And, and um, when I finished up my role with the developer, I went on holidays to Bali and I was a bit obviously very nervous um, about what I was going to do when I got back and finding a new job and, and you know, I was sort of sipping a cocktail by the pool and also stressing about that as well. It was a bit yeah. of an awkward spot to be in. But then um, Marcus had found out um, that I was no longer working with that developer and sort of LinkedIn wasn't really a thing back then. So he sort of jumped on Facebook and, and um, yeah, managed to track me down and said, you know, what are you doing? Come and have a coffee. Um, and I thought, oh, all right, we'll see how we go. And I got back um, from Bali and said, oh, yeah, I'll, um, I'll pop in and have a coffee and say hello. And, you know, I used to obviously work with, with the likes of them. And I thought I'll come see your office and, and where you operate out of. But I'll also go see my recruiter in the city because obviously, you know, I'm needing a new job. And little did I know, I sort of walked in, you know, had a, had a coffee with Marcus. And he said, oh, I'll, 
you know, I'll show you around the office, you, you know, <laughs> see where, where we get our business done. I thought, oh yeah, that's, that's lovely. And he said, oh, and this is, you know, Jackie Hall, general manager, you know, I have a chat and I sort of sat down and, and I accidentally was kind of in an interview. I just, I, and then I, by the time I walked out, I, I, you know, chatted to, um, I think I chatted to dad and he goes, oh, you know, how did you go down in the, in the city? And I said, I, I think I, I, I got a job. It was, it was a bit random. I, I don't know how that happened, but um, yeah, it just all sort of fell into place, I think. So a coffee slash job interview without you really knowing that it was a job interview. How's that for being a salesman? Um, sold me right into it and I didn't even know. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's how long ago, man? Six years ago. That is next month will be six years. Yeah. Wow. So, mm, it's gone so quickly. Always worked uh, with uh, Marcus and Nicole in, in that team. I have, I have, yeah. Um, so obviously came into the company uh, generally, just sort of learning the ropes and um, yeah, I think um, the way that I work um, seemed to be a good fit for the way that Marcus and Nicole operate. And obviously I already had an, an idea of what kind of um, properties, what kind of clients they work with. Obviously there's a the development space, which I was a part of and also um, yeah, your, your sort of other luxury homes as well. So it seemed to be a good fit and yeah, I joined the team and yeah, good luck, good luck trying to get me out of there. <laughs> this this might sound like a really simple question. Is there, a, is there an extra level of, uh, of, of feeling uh, nervous or anxious dealing with a client that owns, say, a, a 10 or $11 million property as opposed to somebody um, you know, who, who owns an apartment, for, for example? Is there a different pressure or stress that comes with that? Or is it just uh, clients are clients and, and you've got to work with, uh, say, the personality trait more so than, uh, than the piece of real estate you're involved with? Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. Um, it's not all same, same, but you're right. It does need to be um, tailored or a little bit custom to who the, who the client is and, and understanding them better, I think. And, and Marcus and Nicola are great at assessing that and making sure the way that we're set up um, to service those clients is appropriate. So how much involvement I will have with the client does differ. Um, across different clients and we will um, tailor that and we'll make it make sure that it, it is custom and works for them being the client how they like to be communicated with but also yeah how we how we go about um, operating for them in their property because it needs to suit them at the end of the day agents are uh, strange people uh, for lack of a better term we've all got incredibly different <laughs> personalities the way we think and the way we work is all incredibly different agent one to agent two to agent three so the way marcus might talk or think might differ to the way brooksy might might uh set something up nick brooks who, who as i said earlier is an absolute star uh, and then nicole uh, might have some different uh, strategies or methods that she'd like to employ uh, again depending upon the client or, or the situation talk me through how do you handle how do you handle the different personality types of clients, of agents, uh, do they differ a lot? And, and how do you do it? How do you get through it? They, they absolutely do differ. Um, and it is uh, at the moment, uh, being our team, uh, myself and, and the amazing Madeline Stewart, um, yeah. we sort of, you know, work pretty hard to manage three very different um, agents. And that being Marcus, who I think the, the biggest um, learnings out of the first 12 months um, that I spent in the team um, were the, the most difficult because I really had to assess how they operate and what the best way is 
to communicate with them. So, for example, with Marcus, you know, I really need to read the play about what page he's on day to day as to how I can, you know, work best with him. You know, sometimes the best thing I can do for him in a day is actually just give him some space. And yeah. some days it might be, you know, making sure I'm running ahead of him and putting everything in its place as he walks through his day. Um, Nicole, she's obviously a brilliant, brilliant agent and um, she's very organised. So uh, a lot of the time her and I bounce off each other really well for being ahead of the play and making sure that things are running, you know, smoothly is sort of a, you know, uh, a... Um, at a lower standard we want to be sort of above that um and yeah nick brooks he's um different again so it's taken a uh, brook uh nick he's been in the team now uh, i'd be nearly three years i think um but he um yeah operates completely different again and also plays a different role in the team so we're you know i have to adapt three different ways depending how we're doing things um and and make sure that i am catering it individually to those three i can't you know operate with nicole the same way that i would with marcus or nick or yeah. it just it just won't it won't gel basically yeah. so you've got, you've got three sales guns you've got marcus nicole and nick and then what's the rest of the team look like mandy yeah, so at the moment, um, we are uh, five five of us. So myself being, um, yeah, making sure I'm looking after everyone in the team, our clients, the, you know, the agents themselves um, and the properties. And we've got Maddie Stewart, who's basically doing all of that uh, with me and on sort of, she plays a little bit of a, a different role, more of a reactive role, so that we're able to do what we need to do on the spot as it happens. Um, and yeah, as you know, you can only be so organised for, uh, you know, a structured week, but then there's everything that happens outside of that and everything that comes up. And she's um, brilliant at being that dynamic, um, yeah, dynamic personality that we need that really just uh, sets us up perfectly. So, um, and I think one of the things that we do well um, together is just um, basically focusing on our roles and playing uh basically focusing on what we're best at so i make sure i stick to what i'm good at leave marcus to do what he's the best at and you know and and, and same goes for the rest of the team you know um so as long as we're playing our part everything seems to work and flow really well you, you look like uh i'm not saying this because you're sitting there but you look like a bloody happy team whenever i walk into that office uh there's, there's a genuine energy and uh, yeah. a good feeling about walking into uh, to that space and everyone seems up and about and uh, there seems yeah. to be a good level of, of support. Six years is, is, a, uh, is a long time as um, um, you can come and go through different uh, admin opportunities and, and business management opportunities, but you've been there for a long time. What do you think are some of the keys to having the longevity that you've had uh, and the teams had with, with one another? Yeah. Um... Look, you're right. We do. Uh, we do. Humour is a huge um, sort of aspect of our office. Um, we work with uh, yeah, some very, very funny people, um, and I. I feel like on some of our, you know, really um, more difficult days is when we've done a lot more of our laughing because we just need it and we sort of thrive off that. And it just gives us that, um, you know, that little bit of edge to, um, you know, sort of keep going with it and make sure we are um, keeping keeping our heads up, which can be difficult sometimes. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, the major sort of factor there is attitude. 
Um, I mean, you know, Marcus is renowned. I mean, you've obviously um, spent a bit of time with him as well, but I mean, there's a very, you know, I don't think you'd ever catch him without a big smile on his face and a, and a really positive attitude. He's always pushing forward. Nicole's the same, um, you know, and, and same with Nick. You'll never sort of catch us in a bit of a, a bad mood. Don't get us wrong. We, you know, we are busy and we are sort of running at pace a lot of the time, but you know, that attitude is really, really important. Um, and I think carries us with that long Longevity. Um, and you're right, I have, I have been there for quite a long time, but year on year, things haven't um, been the same. And I feel like we are um, being dynamic to the market, to the people that we deal with. Our properties aren't always the same. Our clients aren't always yeah. the same. And we have, you know, Marcus is very, Marcus and Nicole are very good at um, progressing the way we do things. You know, we're not just doing that stock standard cookie cutter thing and just regurgitating that every year. Um, I think we are, you know, uh, pretty good at being dynamic, pushing forward, making making sure we're always one up, one upping ourselves, and and doing better with every campaign that we run. Got it, got it. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. How has uh, obviously the current environment that we're all in at the moment is a, is a weird one and, and unique. Um, it's fun, isn't it? It's uh, it's strange, but uh, <laughs> I, I have to say we're we're halfway through it at the moment, and uh, people seem to be holding up really, really well. We're, we're fortunate to um, have the levels of support that we do and, and uh, you know, be involved in uh, some, some funny meetings that you and I take part in every Tuesday where uh, we share a few funny, uh, funny texts about what people are doing and wearing and uh, up to on the, uh, the company-wide Zoom call. How has your world changed uh, in terms of what you do day-to-day with COVID hanging over us and, and specifically working from home at the moment? Yep. Um, so, yeah, this level of lockdown's obviously been a little bit different to what had happened um, before. Um, earlier in the year, obviously, we, we did, um, I think that our team has been really good at um, being realistic about what we can and, and can't do in these times. Um, and it's, it's very rare that we get the opportunity to, you know, have... Um, have a bit more downtime than we would usually. I mean, most of the time we are running absolutely at pace. Um, so to be, you know, have that backed off a little bit at the moment, um, still obviously keeping in contact with each other, with our clients as well, making sure everyone, you know, knows the state of play and how, how things are going to be approached as soon as we know how we can approach them. Because, I mean, it's been a learning experience for, for us. I mean, none of us have yeah. been through this before. So... Um, yeah, and, and as I've mentioned earlier, I think one of the, the key things is being just dynamic and, and adapting to, to what's come up um, and just making sure that we're all, we've got confidence that, you know, things are still, you know, it's not the end of the world. Things will, you know, get back to a level that everyone's comfortable with and we just need to sort of nurture through that. So we're, the team and I are catching up, either it's text messages or Zooms or, you know, phone calls day to day. Um, but we're also sort of keeping a bit of a, um, a focus on that downtime that we don't usually get and also our families and, and connecting, yeah, connecting on a sort of a bit of a more chill level, which has been nice. It's been yeah. different. Yeah. After speaking with, um, with Brendan and Brad in the first couple of episodes, I think the general consensus is that when lockdown lifts, uh, it, it's going to be game on and, and uh, there's going to be a lot, of, a lot of buzz around the real estate industry. Properties obviously are going to either launch for the first time to market or perhaps relaunch after taking a little bit of a break uh, for, for obvious reasons. So it's probably not a bad time, is it, to, um, to recharge and, and maybe go for a walk with somebody that you, you don't normally uh, do in a, in a COVID safe way, of course. But um, 
or pick up the phone and speak to some old friends or some family that um, you haven't neglected, but, but due to just being as busy as you, you are, you, uh, you haven't had a chance to speak to in a while. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly it. And I mean, um, sometimes we're, we're working, you know, anywhere between eight and 14 hours during the day, during the yeah. week and, you know, get to the, the weekend. And obviously it's a you know, pretty demanding industry. Saturdays are a big day on the ground for agents, particularly um, lucky enough that, you know, my Monday to Friday is sort of big enough. And if we've got things set the way they need to be, the agents can, can handle those, you know, Saturdays with ease as they do. Um, but yeah, it's it, to, we don't, obviously get a lot of time to invest in you know longer periods of you know things that we've always got that to-do list don't we like oh when I get more time off I'm going to do xyz and I feel like in real estate it's one of those industries that is just so demanding that that list is always pretty hefty so um yeah it's good to be able to diversify a little bit um but I am looking forward to and a bit excited to get back to some um yeah some sort of fast paced real estate when it does come back. And, and hence when I'm sitting on the couch at the moment, watching a little bit of Netflix, I know that, that, you know, when I, I'll be missing those opportunities uh, when we're uh, working pretty big days again. I reckon, I reckon you're, uh, you'd struggle in the silence. You like the chaotic nature of, uh, of having uh, 65 uh... incidents at once. Some people just like <laughs> Yeah, look, I'm worried I'm not going to be able to multitask as well when I actually get back again because I, yeah, it's sort of <laughs> taking the foot to. off a little bit. Yeah, taking the foot off a little bit now. But um, no, I, I, my uh, days off are usually pretty structured too. You know, I'm nine o'clock, I've coffee, and you know, I'll walk by ten, and you know, keep that bit of a structure. Look, that's I feel comfortable when things are organised and structured, and you know, running running smoothly. So I sort of take that approach to yeah, lifestyle as well. But um, and working with Marcus, he he um tends to uh you know make make sure he's pushing me to be a little bit more sort of dynamic and on the run. You know, I'm pushing the structure, he's pushing the you know dynamics. So it seems to to work well but um yeah I'm, I'm i'm trying to sort of relax up a little bit on that into in our covid times good on you good on you last one for me and, and again thanks for giving me uh, your time and i know you're uh, uh working in a really busy team at the moment um what what sort of advice or or what would you say to um help better the average agent admin relationship uh, per team as, as i mentioned earlier you've had great longevity you look like a team that has a lot of fun with one another if you could walk into a few offices and say i reckon if if you improve this this and this uh you're going to go a long way to having a great uh, long-lasting agent admin relationship what would you what would your advice be yeah um that's that's a good one and i think i've probably touched on it already just the um probably two things being most important um first one just being communicating and knowing how to communicate with different people. I mean, uh, I used to work with Brendan Allen very closely for yeah. probably, what, five years now. Um, and, you know, understanding how to speak to him versus, you know, when he's busy versus how to speak to Nicole, how to, you know, how to communicate with Marcus, it, it does differ. And if you can really, um, if you can really knock that on the head, and I, I think the same with them, learning how I operate and how they're best to, to get you know, me doing things for them uh, on both sort of sides when you can really nail that, uh, that communication, things just run so much easier. Um, and also that attitude. I mean, the attitude that the agents have towards admin can make a big impact and vice versa. It's, you know, um, we, we very much have the attitude that we're working together and, you know, we, 
that it needs to be seamless from both sides for, for everything to work really well. So, um, yeah, I think communication and attitude, when those two things sort of, um, you can really pay attention to those and give them um, the basically the priority that they deserve. I think, um, yeah, you, you're set for improvement there. 100%. Uh, I, I, I couldn't agree more. I've been really lucky in my time at Martial Art to have um, some phenomenal admin that have been really supportive and, and helpful to me. And, and the best relationships I've found with them, um, there's nothing better as an agent than when an admin uh, cares about the result of you either getting a listing or making a sale. And I work with um, Maddie Barrett-Smith at the moment, who is an absolute yeah. gem, um, has been juggling a few few gigs at the moment, been, uh, been uh, running the office at, at Albert Park and also helping myself and, and Brad Steinbeck and a few others out down there. She's been outstanding. But one thing Maddie always does really, really well is she genuinely cares about the result, about, hey, did you get the listing last night? Or, um, oh, you, you saw that. Well done. That's, uh, that's fantastic. She's invested yeah, in the sounds- outcome. And I, I, I love that. I love sharing that story. Yeah. Like, um, you're a genuine contributor to... Uh, that outcome which is which is what we all want absolutely like I I only want the best for um, the agents you know and what they can achieve and you know I'll bend over backwards to make sure that they've got what they need to walk into that presentation or or whatever it may be whether it's contracts walking with that buyer um, and you know to to have that success you know it's it's um yeah you just you know being proud of them is just that next level um of sort of you know validation i guess you know achievement there too you know if they if they're winning we're all winning and they take that attitude with us too so that's you know it works both ways it's fantastic yeah yeah well done well done. i appreciate you uh giving me some time today uh, episode 3 has been an absolute beauty yeah. and uh no doubt you and i'll catch up again uh post uh, lockdown for a latte and uh, and a few gags about uh, all these Zoom calls that we've been on. Uh, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. It's always good ch- to chat to you for sure. <laughs> Thanks again. See you, Manny. No worries. See you. Bye.